You are locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. Welcome to episode number two. This will be a solo episode, but don't worry. The next episode, we will have our first guest. I decided to start this episode with three fun facts, random facts, just three things I Google and found. So first, I didn't fact check this, but it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. It's considered animal abuse because they're social beings and get lonely. Number two, people are more creative in this shower. When we take a warm shower, we experience an increased dopamine flow that makes us more creative. And number three, there's only one letter in the ABCs that does not appear in any American state name. There is a Z in Arizona and an X in Texas, but there is no Q in any state name. Okay, so let's get into our topic today. This topic is something that I've been working on myself. And the more that I work on it, the more that I understand it, the better I become, the more effective I become. So I believe there are two types of people. And yes, I'm oversimplifying a little bit. There are two types of people in the world. Type A takes life as it comes and believes there's nothing they can do to change their situation. Type B believes that even though there are things that are beyond their control, they still have the ability to impact and improve their situation. Now, even if you are a type B, you might be blinded or you might shift over into the type A lane. But before you decide if you are a type A or type B, do the following exercise. Write down the following six categories in your life and rate them one through 10. Okay, go get a pen and a paper. I'll wait, don't worry. Just want to hit the pause button. I'll wait as long as you need. Okay, now that you're ready, here are the six categories. Category number one is health. This includes your current weight and your size, how you feel physically, how you look, rate yourself one through 10. Second category is personal relationships. This would include, we're going to bunch a lot, everything together, but it's a broad category of personal relationships. This could be with your spouse, siblings, your parents, your kids, friends. So rate that one through 10, how satisfied you are one being terrible, 10 being the best it could be. Category number three is your professional status, your title, your ability to advance in your career, job satisfaction, rate that one through 10. Next is your financial situation. I think that's pretty straightforward. Spiritual status, higher purpose in life, rate that one through 10, and who you are as a person. So there's a lot of things that could be lumped in there. Do you feel Do you wish you were nicer? Your attitude, who you are as a person. So rate yourself one through 10, how satisfied you are. One, not being satisfied at all. 10, being extremely satisfied with the status of that category. Now each category, last subcategories, but we're not gonna gonna go into that now. Just let's stick to the, the six categories here listed. So after you rate each category one through 10, Usually it's not good to assume, but I'm going to go ahead and assume you did not give yourself a 10 for each category. So going with that assumption, that means everyone listening to this 
and everyone that did the exercise. I know I waited, but I see you sneaky folks that didn't actually do the exercise. Yes, you in the car. It's probably better you didn't do it. We all have areas that we want to improve and that can be improved. Now ask yourself, do you really believe that you can change any of these categories? And if you do believe, what are you actually doing to change and to improve one of these categories? If you are a type A person that we're describing here and you believe there is nothing you can do to improve any area of your life, frankly, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I feel bad and I'm sorry. And this rest of this episode, you might want to listen to this, stick around and, and maybe you'll be inspired to change and become a type B person. So now for all of you crazy type Bers, settle down because there is still work to do. There are various degrees of being a type B. But before we dive into that, let's unpack the three aspects of being a type B. So the first ingredient, the first layer is the belief that you have the ability to make changes, to improve and change any of the categories we already discussed. The second ingredient layer is you have to want to make those changes. I know that I can learn how to knit and to sew, but I have no desire to do so. So you need to have a want, not just a belief that you can do it, but you have to want and a desire to do it. The third layer is then taking the action to actually make things change and to improve things. Now, you could fully believe it and fully want it, and you could still get stuck on the action there because you're not quite sure where to direct that belief and that want. And I myself have gotten stuck in that place where I really wanted change to happen, believed it could happen, but I wasn't quite sure which direction to go. And then I ended up not moving at all because I just, I felt there were so many different options or I felt there were no options and I just wasn't sure where to go. There is something that will block you from your action, but the stronger your belief is and the greater your desire is, that will spur you to take more action. Now, the more you get in the habit of doing this and strengthening this belief and reminding yourself and it's not easy and the more action that you do take this will spur more action you taste the sweetness of wanting to make something change making a plan to make a change and then implementing that change and moving that rating what you know if you gave yourself a five for who you are as a person and you wanted to improve your attitude and you wanted to improve your demeanor and then you start working on that and now you go from a five to a six that's going to feel you to then say hey i can go and do seven then you're going to pick another subcategory in that category of your personal development or who you are as a person i want to be a better listener okay go work on listening Now you're moving from a six to 6.5 you want to become a better communicator and you're going from 6.5 to seven And as you start piling on more improvements and you're moving that rating closer to a 10, it's going to fuel you and inspire you to keep pushing to make change. Now, there's a lot of folks who will envision, oh, what does a 10 look like in all these categories? But they will then get stuck on imagining what the 10 is and being completely disconnected from what's right in front of them. How do I get better at what's right in front of me. So a good way to start is identifying what is your job and what is your role and what are the ingredients that are needed for that role. So if your job is in leasing, 
what are the skills that you need to master that are part of your craft. You need to master your phone skills. You want to master your tour skills. You really have to master your sales and influence school skills because that's essential for leasing. Your closing, your follow-up, all of those, you want to master your craft and you should be grading yourself. Think of it like sports. A sports player is going to watch film and he's going to focus on different parts of his game. He's going to focus on his offense, on his defense, you know, his shot, his rebound, all the more he knows, the more he can identify and improve. So you master that craft of leasing, then what other parts can you then master? So there are a lot of different formats of learning and improving. For me, audiobooks have have been a big part of that process for me and networking with others. Podcasts are good. <laughs> Can't knock podcasts when you're listening to one. So I hope you do listen to podcasts and thank you for listening to this one. But I, I really became a big fan of audiobooks because I felt like I, I could really be selective of what I wanted to learn and what I wanted to hear. And on podcasts, I never knew what I was going to get. Audio was a good format for me, spending time in the car. Reading might be something for you. A podcast might be something for you. And then networking for me, the more I talk to folks in the industry helps me learn, digest. I don't take everything that they say as a given. It forces me to think, okay, this is what this person thinks. Listen to somebody else. That's what they think. And I'll take that information that I get and I'll start to formulate my own opinion about something. But having the different resources, having different people to speak with, get their input has definitely helped me sharpen my ideas and help me improve. I've learned so many different things that there's so many nuances to this business that, you know, I don't know what I don't know. So talking to more people will help me learn things, even though, and I want to learn every aspect of this business, spending more time with our director of acquisitions to learn the underwriting aspect of this business, to learn the financing aspect of this business. I'll ask questions and spend time with maintenance to understand that side of the business. There's so many parts of the business. And when you layer on curiosity, that will fuel all three layers of this type B of wanting, believing you can change, wanting it, and then taking the action. The curiosity will just spur that because it'll be like, hey, what else can I change? Hey, what else can I explore and learn? And then impact that. So this was episode two. Thanks for joining. Hope you enjoyed. And next episode, we will have our first guests. And until then, be curious.